The following shear has been presented by Rav Yosef Greenwald, Dayan at the Beis Havad of Yerushalayim, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For halachic wills and estates, or other in Yana Yerusha, please call the center at 1-888-485-VAAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. We're going to discuss a little bit, Bez Hashem, now Hilchis Yerusha, which is uh, one of the Iker themes in Parshas Pinchos. What I want to do is to discuss not the regular Seyde Nachlas, but there's an interesting addition to Parshas Seyde Nachlas, which is Yerusha Sabal. It's a machlaikis in the Gemara of that's Deiraisa, the husband Yarshin's his wife Deiraisa, or this is only a Takonomi Deirabonon. We'll go now with the assumption that it's Deiraisa, but really for the purposes of what we're talking about, the reality is the same. Whether it's a Takonomi Deirabonon, the lambdas of what we're going to discuss is the same. Let's read the Psukim over here, that in, in Perkov Zayin, and we'll see there's a very interesting diktuk in the way the Torah couches the terminology of the Seide Yerusha, right? Remember the Seide Yerusha is a person gives his, when he passes away, his assets belong to his sons, to his male descendants. So if he has sons, it goes to his sons. If he doesn't have sons, it goes to his daughters. That was the Shiloh Benai Salafkot. If he doesn't have children, if he has grandchildren, then it's Ki'ilu, his children, Yarshin him, Bakever, and they pass it on to their descendants. Again, male before female and so on. If a person doesn't have any children at all, didn't leave over any descendants, so it goes to his father, again, male ascendant, and from his father, if his father is deceased already, doesn't have a father, goes to his brothers. It can go to his brother, it can go that way. If, if he doesn't have brothers, it go to his father, it can go back to his father, Bakever, and then it could make its way Bakever with a process called Mishmush, which means passing from hand to hand, uh, could go to his third cousin on, from the male relatives from his, from his father's side. Okay, that's the basic, uh, parasha. Now let's read the psukim. Ishki Yomusu ben Enloy, a person passed away, he doesn't have a son. You shall pass his inheritance to his daughter. Listen to the wording of the pasuk. Who are we talking to over here? Let's read another passage. You shall give his inheritance to his brother. Who, who's you? It sounds like, the Sefer Chinuch says, we're talking to Bezdin. You give it to his closest male relative from his father's side. It sounds like this whole passage is, is, is talking to Bezdin. And then there's an addition. Viyorash oiso, and you will yashin her. You will yashin it. Chazal say that refers to Yerusha Sa'isha. That means that Yerusha Sabal, a husband yashin from his wife. And over there, the Torah, at the end of the post, the Torah doesn't say you shall give it to his, to her husband. The Torah is talking to the man, to the husband, says, say you will yashin her. Very strange. The whole pasuk seems to be spoken to Bezdin. And here we have another pasuk that speaks to, Viyara Ashoisa speaks directly to the person involved. Now let's first understand the first half. Why are we speaking to Bezdin over here? Truth to be told, the Chinuch in Mitzvah Tov defines, what, what's this Mitzvah? One of the Tarek Mitzvahs is the Nachlois. Now, what, what does that mean? There's a Mitzvah of the Nachlois. What are you supposed to do? L'chari, when a person dies, 
So his assets automatically belong to his son. That's automatic. You don't need a an award. You don't need a psak din. You don't need a, a kinyan. You don't need a ruling from a from a bezna of any sort. It's automatic. Ruvain passes away. His nechosim, his assets, both real and cash, whatever he has, go to his sons. That being said, let's say somebody else disputes that will. Uh, his nephew Charlie comes and he says his daughter comes, right? Let's put it in the, in the sense what the Torah is saying. His daughter comes, daughter says, I get also. I get an equal amount, right? In the Western world, there's no difference between a son and a daughter in Yashni. And it's connected halacha and Torah. If a person doesn't have a halachic will, will not being that he wants his daughters to inherit. That's, you can't say, you can't write connected to Torah. What you could do is there's various stratagems, mechanisms, by which you can make sure that your nechassim go to your daughters like your sons. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way, if it's done in a halachic viable way. But if there is no, uh, stratagem that was implemented, so then the halacha is, it goes to his sons. Daughter comes, and based on secular law, she takes some of his nechassim. Madino, she's a gazel. She's taking somebody else's property. There's a mitzvah that speaks to say the nachlois. There's a din gzel, like every other gazel. So the chinuch, one way, the simple way to understand it is that the mitzvah tayag over here is, there's an institution, there's a parish in Torah. The same way the Torah has a mitzvah of Tumas Sheretz, one of the tayag mitzvahs. What, what's that? You're not commanded to do anything. There's a parish in the Torah, and there's halachas. That parish in the Torah is also counted as one of the mitzvahs. The Chinuch says not that way. It says, if you look at the Rambam, the Loshan of the Rambam is, Lodun mitzvah Lodun bedin hanachla. The Rambam places this mitzvah squarely on the shoulders of Bezin. There's a mitzvah to dan, to make mishpat, to implement, to rule on the Seyedin Nachlas. That means that the mitzvah is not just a function of gezel. That's true also. If a daughter takes away what's rightfully the sons, it's gezel. But more than that, the batedinim of Klai Yisrael are commanded to uphold, keep, and enforce the seyedin achlis. That means that it's it's not just an you know it's not just a functional who's the, who does the chassam belong to. There's an institution in Jewish life called seyedin achlis. Bezdin has a chiv to uphold that. Interesting, the Gemara says in Baba Basa Kufiud Gimel that if a person wants to write a will, again, like we said, a stratagem to be able to, uh, to give his nechosim to, to redistribute his assets to uh, children, to stockers, to whatever it is, uh, the convening of, of, of a Bezdin in order to implement what he's saying in writing should not be done by night. Because as it did, the Apostle says, Lachukas Mishbot, Convening to establish the distribution of a person's wealth after he passes away is not a, uh, is not just a, an arbitrary thing. It's a seder mishpat. And if it's a seder mishpat, it should be done with all the rules of Bezin. It should be done by Yom, Loi Balayla, as I state in the Gemara. So that Lachoy tells us that this is a din creating the, the stratagems and implementing the, the rightful seder anachlis is a din mishpat, a din on Bezin. Same with Bezna has a din to rule properly in other cases in capital crimes. They have a din to rule on, uh, on, on, on Seydi Yerusha. That being said, it would sound like the end of the Pasuk that doesn't speak to Bezna, Vyorash Oiso, Legabi Yerusha Sabal, says, you will get her money, you'll get her assets, you'll yashin from her, is not part of Seydi Nachlis. And there's a very good reason to believe that that should be true. Say the Nachlois has to do with 
the closest relative from the male line. Husband and wife certainly don't fit that bill. More than that, the Torah calls, you, know, you give it to the closest male relative, you give it to the She'eroi, She'eroi is a way of saying a, a blood relative, the Gemara says Mishpacha means Mishpacha's Av, not Mishpacha's Aim, from the, a male, from the male part of his family, a male from, uh, that's connected, a wife and a husband don't have that relationship. What are they? A wife and a husband have a relationship between each other, but it's not a family, it's not a familiar relationship. So they're not part of Zayda Nachlis. And the way to say this word is by saying that a husband is Zoycha benachlas ishtoi, the same way husband and wives have various shibudim to each other. A husband has a shibud to take care of his wife on many different levels. Physically, emotionally, uh, financially, she'er ksus v'oino, he also has a chiv to pay lurufuas ishtoi, pidyoin ishtoi, kvuras ishtoi, if necessary. That's all part of the responsibilities, ksubo, Ksuba is not just a choiv momoy. It's a, when you learn the subis of Ksuba, you see that a Ksuba is a part of the taking care of one's wife, is the choiv as Ksuba to provide for her after. Or provide, even if you want to divorce her, to provide her with that security going forward, and so on and so forth. That's all, it's, it, these are schusim, and a wife was a schusim, has shibudim to her husband. They shibudim to take care of her husband, they shibudim to, to serve him, shibudim, physical shibudim, the, the shibudei ish ve'isha, ish le'isha ve'isha le'ish, include that a husband yashins his wife. He doesn't, it's not the seder of Bezdin imposing the tzura of seder nachles on the couple. These are schusim, the couple are zeche from each other. So it's taken up part of seder Yerusha. It's not part of the, the institution of male, uh, from the mishpacha so'av getting Yerusha. It's a different passion. I would postulate that this also creates a shenan afkamina laloch. The Gemara says that even though a person is allowed to divert his nechosim away from his sons, a person doesn't want to give he doesn't want to give his sons a red penny, and he wants to distribute bechayov rega echad lufnei all his assets. He's fully entitled to it. it's your money. While you're alive, you can distribute it as you see fit. Still, the Gemara encourages a person to be mekayim the seder nachlas. There's such an institution in Jewish life, and it's an important part of Jewish life. Leave over a minuscule amount of Yenuchasim. A person has a million dollars. He has a house and a thousand dollars in his bank account, let's say. The thousand dollars, leave over that it should be distributed, because say the Nachlois, it should go to your sons, and the older son should get Pishnaim, and so on and so forth. The rest of the Yenuchasim, distribute as you wish. You don't want to give your Bechor Pishnaim, you want your daughters to, to take with your sons to create a stratagem, a matonim, a chayim, uh, and so on and so forth. That'll distribute your assets, no problem. But you're encouraged to follow the Seder Nachlis. Kim Dumani, that there's no makor that a wife is, a couple gets married, din, again, we're going to assumption dindaraisa, lamaisa could very well be that it's dindarabonon, asmuchu akro, a, a wife's assets after she dies, she predeceases her husband, will go to her husband. And still, there, there's no problem with uh, a couple drawing up a will, the fratis neger, older uh, second marriages, where, where each one has children, each one has assets from their former life. They get married in their 60s. 
And very often, you don't want to make that the marriage, you know, the marriage is a marriage of companionship. It's not a marriage of building a family together. The assets, the house, the, 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 the assets, befrat that she has from her first husband have no business going to her second husband. They should be going to her children, to her, uh, life partners. The same way the mini in Christ's world is that the, the, the couple get, the, the, uh, the couple gets buried the right way to do it is that the crew should be with the first uh, spouse, because that's that's the life you build together with your children. Again, I'm talking in a general sense. Of course, there are exceptions. We're just speaking in a general sense. To a widow and a widower that marry each other later on in life in companionship, but the life they built was the life they built and had children and built families together for posterity with their first spouse. So there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with a wife diverting all her... They get married and they make up that she's... Uh, giving all her assets to her children. There's nothing wrong with that. And it doesn't say over there that she should leave over something for her husband. The text is very passionate. There's no institution of Jewish life called a husband should the from a wife. That's only share hakar There's a din in a husband and a wife that a husband has chuse moment the same way there's something called and so on. It's not more than that. So why can't you Give that to somebody else before uh, before the time comes. Absolutely nothing wrong, and there's no there's no need to leave over uh, like there is between the, the the father and his children. We'll support this proposition with a very interesting discussion, totally different here in halacha, fascinating tzushta. In Aruchaim Simen Tov Kuf Tzadik So over there talking about Tzolchus Hashanah. And the bracha that we finish off, the middle of the brachas of Shemayna Esra and Rosh Hashanah, the bracha of Zechroinus, we finish off, Vakedas Yitzchok, Lezaroi, Hayoyim Berachnum, Tisko Baruch Ato Hashem Zoycher Abriz. So the nusach that we say, that's brought in Shulchan Aruch, is Vakedas Yitzchok, Lezaroi, Vakedas Yitzchok will stand for his seed, for his children. You'll remember that Berachnum Tisko. The kasha is vakedus yitzchak lozaroi. Do you want the schus vakedus yitzchak to stand for the children, for all his children? What about Esav? So the Morgan Avram brings over there an alternative girsa of vakedus yitzchak lozaroi shal yakov hayem berachim tiskar. But the Shulchan Aruch doesn't say that. It says lozaroi, and the Rivosh explains that. That's the makar of the Shulchan Aruch. That's not so. Esau has no schus Yerusha. He's not a Yerush of Yitzchak. He was kicked out. Yaakov got the brachas. Yaakov is the rightful ear, is the rightful Yerush of Yitzchak. When we say Lazaroi, we're talking about Yaakov. We're not talking about Esau. Frechzik that Nachas, the Morgan of Rome, already alludes to this, that Esau did get it. It says that Esau got Har Seir as a Nachlo, from uh, the Gemara says in Gedusha Nafiud Ches that he got a Yerusha, he had Chusim Kibud Avayim, so really he he got a Yerusha, he got a Yerusha. So that he is. So Shulzankiv says very interesting. The Nusach that he uses when he's talking about the Shaila is he says that Nachlas Esav was like Yerusha Sabal. He had a Tvi'as Chus moment. He was Yitzchok's child. They took care of Yitzchok. Especially Yaakov went away. He took care of Yitzchok in his old age. He has a Chus moment. But that's the Seder Nachlus, the institution of posterity, of father, uh, bequeathing to his children was in Esau, Chas Fisholom. 
the only Seder Nachlis, the only real Yerush of Yitzchok Avinu is our Zedi Yaakov Avinu, not his brother Esav. Esav had a schuspomen, so he got something. He, and he compares that to Yerush Zabal. You see very clearly that he understood this distinction between the two. But there's a, we just said this, this is, this Lachadish was saying, I'm explaining a Rivash. There's an interesting point to make a different Rivash. This is a Rivash in Simon Reish Zion and Chuvis Rivash. And he asks Akash a fascinating question. He says, if Yerusha Sabal's Duramonon, so Chazal instituted that a husband should yashin his wife. He says, Lachar Chazal's Takona, uh, that a husband should get his wife's Nechosim, there's no point to it. Mahoyinu Chachom Takantum, why? Because every woman could just be mitzavah her husband, and she can say before she dies, "I'm mitzavah you. I command you. I want my nechosim to go to my children. I want my nechosim to go to plenty amoni to tzedakah plenty amoni." And the husband can't refuse because the halacha is mitzvah kadir ames. It's a chiv der abonon to get, to follow the the will. Person writes a will. There's a chiv to be mekayim. Again, it's not a. Uh, it might not necessarily be that the, the nechosim automatically belong, but it's definitely mechuyim. So what, what did Chazal accomplish that could be undone with a verbal declaration of give my nechosim to somebody else? Ha'omnam, the few we're talking about, is a very beautiful teret. Pshan this rivosh. Yeah, this beautiful teret lochet to the rivosh is kasha. It's a little bit of a ha'ora. We just showed from the rivosh that Yerusha Sabal is inherently different. The Ramban explains in Gittin Dafyud Gimel, that mitzvah lekayim divrei ames is not a separate honoring the will of deceased people. It's part of the seder hanachos. That means like this: a person passes away, the same way he leaves over assets. He leaves his house, his car, his earnings, whatever he saved up over the years. He also leaves over his wants, his desires, his dreams, his aspirations. If he was mitzvah that he wants money to go to tzedakah, to this cause, to that grandchild, to that uh, moisid, whatever it is. That's part of what he left over. You have to be kind that. But it's part of Seder Nachlois. The Ramban says it's very interesting. He says, what happens, let's say, a person has no relatives. By the way, the only person in the world who has no relatives, everybody has relatives, because you can have, if the closest male relatives, your tenth cousin, that's Yashin. The only one who doesn't have a single relative legally, in Halacha, a single relative, is what's called in Gemara Ger Shemes. person was Megayer. Right? He has no relatives. His former relatives, you know, don't exist in Jewish life. And uh, let's say he didn't get married. He wasn't fortunate enough to leave over Jewish children. He has no relatives. Ger Shemais, the Gemara says, his Nechosma Hefker. So let's say the Ger, before he died, said, I want $100,000 in my bank account to go to Plony Almoini. And then somebody walked in and somebody grabbed his stuff, his house, his car. It's Hefker. Gemara says, you can be Zechim and Hefker. Are you making Mechuyim Mitzvah Lekhan Devemes? The Ramban says, no. Mitzvah Lekhan Devemes is a subsidiary. It's a, it's a, it's a, Subdivision of Yerusha, of bequeathing. It's not a bequest. The stuff was Hefker, you took it. What do you have to do with him? Because he said it, it's Halig, you have to, it's, it's, it's Dvarim Shabbat you have to be Mekayim his will. No, there's a Takona that that's part of the bequests that he left over. You can't inherit without listening to his bequests. But you're not inheriting him. Oy Bazar, Yerusha Sabal is also not inheriting. Not part of say the nachlois is schus momen benichse ishtoi. So there's no dinner mitzvah lekayim devemes. Chayt to shtikel aura on the rivot, but the rivot doesn't hold of it legabi this point. The Gemara says, by the way, in 
uh, that if a person is megarish ishtoy, let's say you have uh, one of these husbands that uh, he wants to be megarish his wife, but he's holding out for money. So here he's not holding out for $100,000. When he says, I'm megarish my wife, I'm leaving over, I'm a shire in the marriage, that I still have a schus yerusha. So he's allowed to give a get out tonight that he should get $100,000. It's not, it's unscrupulous, it's wrong, it's definitely wrong, but legally it works. A husband can give a get out tonight that she could leave over $100,000. But he can't leave over the issue itself, it's not a get. Get means he totally cuts off, cuts himself off from a relationship with her. A tonight moment is moment, it's not issues. He totally divorced her, but betnai, that he could do. Betnai that she deposits, betnai that she flies here, betnai that she does kach and kach with the kids, all that you could do, because that's not part of issues. But betnai that he yashins her, that he can't. Why? Because that's issues. And it fits very well with what we said. With timing, that Yerushas Habal means part and parcel of the relationship between a husband and wife is that he has a schus b'nixe yishtay. So well, it doesn't work. We'll leave off with one point. A fascinating point. The Rajbam in Baba Basu Kufmen Vava Medbeis says that somebody who's biktoto im ishtoy. This is talking about an unfortunate, which never you have, an estranged husband and wife. They're fighting, they're not talking to each other, they're holding out. He hasn't given her a get. They're legally married. She's an ancient ish. But they're not living together as husband and wife. The halach is very clear in the Gemara that he, um, she, she does not have to give him his earnings. He's not Zerikan or Maisi Adayim. He also doesn't have to be Mepharnas, sir. Again, if it's totally his fault, maybe he does, whatever. But if they're estranged, whatever, the relationship, uh, soured, they just haven't even again, he's gone his way, she's gone her way. Even though they're legally married, they have no, uh, financial chiyubi issues, zelazedr, ashbam is mechadish, he's also not yerusher. If she dies, he's not zeicher, because that's, again, that's a Yeru- that's, that Yerusha is a schus ishus. Says the Rishash, over there in Baba Basu Kuf Memvav, if that's the case, what you're saying is, he's no longer related to her kilu. She's not called, uh, to use the Lashon of the Apostle, you don't yashin her because she's not she'eroi hakar v'alov mi mishpachtoi. This is in Cain, if she dies, even though they're legally married, this comes up, unfortunately, often. You have a couple who's estranged, uh, they're fighting for years, she's holding out for a get, she's in Aguna, he dies. She has Tzitshiva. She's glad he died, she wants to make a Suda. Legally, is she Vavelus? Children who are estranged, of course, even if they hate their parents, they have to Tzitshiva, the appearance. But a couple, if they're legally married, it doesn't make sense. So the Yam Shushleimah talks about it, and he says this point of, if they're strangers, they hate each other, what type of, what type of Avelus is that? Um, the the Paiskim don't say that. The Paiskim hold that, uh, that you are Mukhiv in Avelus, Rahman al-Islam. But Yerushana, what's the Pshah? So Pshah is like we just said. The reason why Yerusha is because Yerusha is a schus ishus. It's a din, in a couple living together have obligations to each other. They're not living together. They're not living together as man and wife. He doesn't support her. She's not, he's not to She doesn't give him over her earnings. She doesn't cook for him. She doesn't clean the house. They're not, uh, there's no chiyuvah issues. No chiyuvah issues. There's no Yerusha. 
Avelus is totally on a familial, on a, on a relationship of Sher Basma. Husband and wife are considered Sher insofar as Avelus is concerned. So they might, could be that they have to sit for each other, even though, uh, Yerusha maybe wouldn't exist. That's, uh, a Shene Tesef is what we just spoke about. The Base Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org, or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.